And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 30. It's, the, it, it, it's our time to start making up the hedge and standing in the gap. Amen. It's referred to as our time of consecration. Amen. It starts tomorrow officially, but some people have started already. Some folks call and say, Pastor, I can't wait. I'm moving ahead. Can I jump along? I said, that makes two of us. I started a long time ago. And brother, I feel good in my spirit. Way down in my sanctified soul. <laughs> As the old folks would say, amen. How many of you remember those terms? Down in your sanctified soul. Glory. Be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let it be said that we the people of God, the body of Christ stood up for our generation for our nation, this nation, during this time of crisis. Amen. Let it be said that God was looking for a man, a woman, a human being. And he found a body of people. He found an assembly, a congregation of people. Isn't that a blessing? A found who will stand in the gap and make up the hedge. Let it not be said in our generation when God looked for a people to stand in the gap. To consecrate themselves. To slay the body. Let it be said he found the people in 2020. Who will stand in the gap. For the United States and the world in general. Oh glory be to God. Hallelujah. Man we've got an awesome God. We just sung a while ago. We've got an awesome God who's given us awesome tools. The problem is we have not used the tools God has given us. Ah, glory. I'm not sure, brother. I'm jumping ahead of my sermon. I don't have it here. But I'm not sure if you remember Catherine Kuhlman and her ministry. You remember her? Catherine Kuhlman was about six feet, weighed 80, 85 pounds. And I'm going to share with you one of the tools she used. Catherine, I, I, I went to a pastor's training. And one of the pastors said at the height of her, of her ministry, he went in just to find out if what people were saying was true. And so he volunteered to be an usher. And he said he carried a lady on a stretcher. He and another pastor. He was a volunteer usher. Just inquisitive. You know, sometimes you just want to ensure what you're seeing and what you're hearing is true that's all right that's human nature that's why christ hung around 40 days to give them evidence that he rose from the dead christianity has evidence it's not believing in faith without evidence i with me sense ah my i feel the presence of the lord hallelujah and so he he said he recounted he said he he said i saw that lady he said i could place my hands around her thigh that's how small she was malnourished and she he said he looked at her and during the present worship when catherine kuhlman walked in he literally he literally saw the lady left just just levitated in the air started running around sick for years and I'm saying the same power is available to us now. This is not about Catherine Kuhlman. This is about the power of God. 
other people who will dare to believe it. I said the people who will dare to believe it and not make shortcuts and allowances for it not working. It's late. Are you with me? We're under attack and I cannot be political. Amen. We got to be direct. Respectfully so. Now, glory be to God. That's why I keep my head in God's word. I watch two, three minutes of CNN or Fox and then I turned it off. Are you with me? Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? These are the days when you need to keep your head in God's word before CNN and Fox and CBN take your heart. Because if they capture your heart, you are gone. The period of our consecration we are currently embarking on has been modeled for us in the Old Testament. What we are doing now, the national 21-day praying and fasting we are embarking on from tomorrow. Amen. So you could eat your chicken and your beef and your pork this afternoon to finish it up. Every leader in the images of God ministry has to be on the fast. Let me say it again. Every leader, everybody, we all are leaders, right? But <laughs> let me put it another way. Every member, amen, has to be on the fast. Let me say that every member has to be on the fast. You say, Pastor, is it worth it? Yes, it is. Yeah. I just looked, before I walked up here, I just looked at the coronavirus update. Yeah. When I left, 150,000 dead. Over 4 million infected. Again, what I'm saying, saints. But what they wouldn't tell you is the recovery rate. In the United States, 1,282,000 people has recovered. They wouldn't tell you that. Yeah. Because they need to position you. <laughs> ah, glory. Ah, you get what I'm saying? I, I, I'm talking about the devil now. The devil is behind all the schemes that's out there. Are you with me, saying? So they need to position you to embrace what the devil is bringing because he thrives on fear and despondency and discouragement. That's his tools, but he doesn't know we got we got praying, we got fasting, but we got the ministry of the word, and when it's least, when it's unleashed from a heart of belief, deadly. I, I'm, I'm grieved preaching. I wouldn't explain why I'm grieved. Some of you may have an idea. But I'm grieved and I'm angry. It's a righteous anger. I mean, I'm not angry at anybody. I'm angry at what the devil is doing to us. Yeah, I'm angry for a few Christians also. Yes, I let me be honest. Sing some standing here this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. But most I'm angry with what the devil is doing to us. Backing us up in the corner. Like we don't have help. I'm going to give you, I have two exhibits this morning. I'm going to present two exhibits of men and leaders in the Bible. Because we are told that the Bible was given, the Old Testament is given to us as a model. As a model, as a pattern. So you look at the model and the same God who functioned in that model is the same God who are functioning now. The problem is our mind hasn't grasped that. As it's supposed to. 
what you focus on expands let me say it again what you focus the mind is like a magnifying glass when you focus on something it expands that's why you focus only on God's word when you focus on God's word it expands in your life you focus on CNN it expands in your life you focus on Fox it expands in your life you focus on NBC it expands in your life and Christians sit around doing that like they do not know the truth well not every Christian my apologies for those of you who think I'm offending you but I got I got a word from the Lord amen that we don't have to sit back and do nothing and let the devil take our people and railroad our leaders amen and send them to the hospital and no 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 i'm going to show you what 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 he said in the book of joel in the book of joel uh, how you deal with that stuff and there was impending danger like we have danger now and we're going to see what they did we're going to look at jehoshaphat and see what he did and the same god who delivered them is the same god who's going to come in and make a way where there seems to be no way brothers and sisters he's a way maker indeed i don't know about you but i know he's a way maker he's made many ways for me oh glory be to god hallelujah and i said last week the coronavirus came in our generation because we have what it takes to deal with it we have everything it takes to deal with it and brothers and sisters we are going to deal with it yes. Yes. glory be to god hallelujah how many of you know that those who trust in the lord will never be ashamed yes. <laughs> if you put your trust in god you'll never be ashamed <laughs> glory be to jesus i get what i'm saying <laughs> man glory be to god i uh, anyhow anyhow glory be to jesus so there are a couple tools given to us we are we are, we're embarking on this uh, period of consecration and there are some tools that we have been given amen to use amen so we can see the manifestation of the power of god quickly i'll just mention i'm going to focus on one in particular but in matthew chapter 6 and acts chapter 6 we're given the tools amen let me just read them quickly for you can you go to matthew chapter 6 matthew chapter 6 three times we are told in matthew chapter 6 from verse 5 verse 5 it says and when thou pressed and, and what and what and when you pray can you go to verse 6 just jump over to verse 6 verse 6 uh, like we don't get it but thou when you pray again oh, hold on hold on did i get it the first time i didn't get the second time he has he has another one verse 7 verse 7 says but when you pray three times god has an expectation for his people to pray that's one of the tools we're going to deal with but it's not praying it's not praying anyhow it's knowing god's word because if you do not know god's word you cannot pray effectively let me say that again if i'm talking too fast if you do not know god's word you cannot pray effectively praying is not vain babbling praying is not saying one our father and five hail marys no 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 are you with me 
They are prayers in the Bible. And during that time of consecration, I'm going to take a lot of these prayers and send them out. Modify them to suit us in the New Testament because some of these prayers are Old Testament prayers. Are you with me? We can work with them. We can massage them and infuse the, whole, the New Testament in them and they will still work. Amen. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. Next tool, quickly, the next tool, which is what I'm going to deal with. Can you go to verse 16? Same chapter, Matthew chapter 6, verse 16. Let's look at the other tool he's talking about. One of the tools we are going to use in the consecration. It says in verse 16, Moreover, when you fast. How many of you know in Christendom now the word fast is a curse word? <laughs> but the, the word when means God has an expectation well are you saying if you are telling us when it means that the commander in chief expects you to do that and not say every time there is a fast I have a headache or I don't have money for that man I found out when you fast you spend less money buying food now if you fast and you're spending more money buying food something is wrong for this fast we are going on every wednesday every sunday only liquid somebody say some when i say liquid i'll, I'll get into it only smoothies smoothies and fruit juices and water are you with me saints you said you say is it worth it let me share something with you let me share some let me share with you brothers and sisters i have friends and acquaintances who've died from the coronavirus you hear me when it strikes them that close then it'll be real to you are you with me so i'm asking you to take precaution now let's deal with it now only liquid on Wednesdays service and Sundays I'll, I'll get more in it later are you with me you ask is it worth it yes it's worth it yes it's worth it ah glory be to Jesus you can eat as we prescribe on Monday and Tuesday but come Wednesday praise the Lord it's time to pull it's time to go all the way amen Thursday Friday Saturday come Sunday it's time to go all the way Somebody say all the way. It's going to change your life. I'm going to show you something about fasting and prayer. That, that's not really. I, I'd never seen it in that light until God showed that to me. Studying it this week. So that's another tool. So we are told in verse 16, Matthew chapter 6. When you fast, God has an expectation of his people to fast. Amen. And he doubled down. Could I use the word double down? Go to verse 17. Glory be to Jesus. But when you fast again, how many times does God have to tell us? Over and over and over again. When you fast, these are the tools we should be using in this crisis. Now, I thank God for the CDC. How many of you thank God for the CDC? Amen. We thank God for what they're doing, brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord. Wear your mask, wash your hands. Praise the Lord. Stay six feet apart. What else did they, what else did, what else did they require us to do? And whatever else, whatever else they ask us to do. Amen. Sanitize everything. Everything that moves or shakes. Sanitize it. Are you with me? But I want you to keep in mind that your help comes from God. 
Are you getting what I'm saying? You got to know where your help comes from. <laughs> we just sang protector, protector, my healer. And sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't go down in our hearts. It says right here. The reality of God is a protector. God is a healer. God is a defender. It just cannot pass our mind because our minds are so full of everything else. Well, well, let me say not us, but me. Amen. Mind is so full of everything else. Cannot focus on God. Well, the fast is going to clear that up. Mm. Amen. The fast is going to do what? Clear that up. No TV. Amen. Shut that down. Amen. No Facebook, no social media, except for Sundays and Wednesday night service. Amen. Use that time to read the word. And I have a specific skeletal reading to give for the New Testament. Take that time to do what? Since, since we got too much at stake to be so comfortable. I get what I'm saying. We have too much at stake. We got, we got too many. How many of you are just tired of limping your way through life? That's just their needs. And you sit back and you see these needs that you wish they are met in your life. And you're saying, God, why not? And then, and then instead of doing the right thing, we, 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 we continue doing the wrong thing. You see the need. You see the need has to... Brothers and sisters, how many of you know that we know what to do, but we just wouldn't do it? We, we know what to do, we just wouldn't do it. Because the sacrifice is too much sometimes. Amen. Oh, that God called B-O-D-Y. Let me see. That God that's called B-O-D-Y, it manifests itself in five senses, through the five senses, through the sense of sight, smell, taste, feel, and there's another, what's the last one? And here, yes, sound. Thank you so much. The five senses. Oh, that's a God by itself. Mm, about nine in the morning or eight thirty or seven thirty, whatever time you whatever time you eat breakfast, glory be to God. And that body, that God begin to call and say, I need something, I need something. And then glory be to God, we rush in the kitchen, said yes, and we are preparing breakfast, thinking of lunch. <laughs> now something is wrong with that picture. I tell you, that God is a strong God. <laughs> For you to you plan ahead to meet his needs. Well, not for these 21 days. You know, many of you know that my, my, my problem is coffee. Well, I, I, three, four cups a day. Well, I, we went on the fast a week ago. And boy, the second day, Elder Brenda, that, that God, he thought he was a God. That's saying, I need my coffee. I need my coffee. I said, is that so? You need coffee. So I turn on the Keurig and I smell the coffee. And I say, you're not getting none today. <sighs> I have one God and that's Jesus Christ, my Lord, not my body. And so I said, we'll smell it, but we'll not drink today. Because that body is consecrated unto God. <laughs> so I... The third day, nothing. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, are you getting what I'm saying? There, we missed something. I, why I cannot get on my sermon here this morning? I, 
Hey, glory be to Jesus. I, I just need to share this with you because there is a war that's going on and time is passing and we are tiptoeing ourselves. We are just tiptoeing silently to the grave. Silently, without making a bang. You were born to make a bang. <laughs> you were born, you came here to deliver, to give us something. Are you getting what I'm saying? We all were born here. God specifically had us born to give the world something. And I'm going to share this with you. Brothers and sisters, if you know in your heart that you were called to give the world something spiritual, you have been given a special gift. Let me share this with you. It will never manifest until we're going to talk about the tool of fasting. In your life are you get what i'm saying let me say it again i'm telling you on the authority of god's word it will never manifest until you are fully convinced of fasting praying and the ministry of the word you say why i say that well our model did it our model did it can you go to look for verse 14 Luke chapter 4 verse 14. Can you go Luke chapter 4 verse 14? It reads there that shortly after Jesus was tempted in the wilderness. You remembered? Jesus went in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights. He didn't drink anything. Amen. Medical practitioner says that after 41 days your body begins to turns on it. The body turns on itself and it begins to eat itself right after 40 days. It goes after the muscles. Amen. I'm not sure about 40 days but I'm trying 21. <laughs> Are you with me? Jesus went 40. He went. Jesus had a ministry. Are you getting what I'm saying? Says a ministry. He came to deliver something to the world. And before he was catapulted on the scene of the world, Lord have mercy. The Bible said the Spirit took him to the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights to slay the body your body is too alive it needs to be slain mortify the deeds of the body and the spirit took him in there for 40 days and 40 nights and when he began to break ground when he began to get at the level he's supposed to the devil appeared with temptation Oh, these demons, they know. These devils, they know. They know who's who. Mm. He broke through the temptation. And the Bible says, and Jesus returned in the power of what? It's right here. In the power of the Spirit into Galilee. He returned. He left Galilee after being baptized by John the Baptist. Went in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights. Slayed his body. He numbed every sense. The sense he felt nothing. You listen, oh, glory be to Jesus. But I'll tell you, oh, glory be to Jesus. Man, I'm going ahead of my sermon, but glory be to God. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying, sense? He numbed the sense, he, the, 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 his appetite. Are you getting what I'm saying? He, when, when, when his disciples came with food, he said, I have meat to eat that you do not know about. My meat is to do the will of the Father. <laughs> That's our model. Not sitting down watching episode after episode, after episode after episode. After, 
Am I saying it right episode? I think. Let me, let, let me say it in English. I forgot I have an accent. Episode after episode, right? Episode after episode. Episode. Praise the Lord. As a child of God, people are dying on the left, on the right, and I'm sitting down watching episode after episode. Talking about I got a calling on my life. What do you got on your life? Think about it. What do you have on your life? Let me share something. A couple of Wednesdays ago, we had a discussion on consecration, people getting holy. Are you with me? You remember that? Do you remember that, that Wednesday evening we had about consecration, the importance of, uh, of um, you, you, you all remembered, right? Anyhow, I'm trying. I'm trying to make a point here. I'm trying to make a point. These are the days, no other days, these days we are living in are the days where we have to walk so close to God and not walk so far from God, close to sin. Are you with me now? I know, I know the Bible says that if we say we have no sin, we, we deceive ourselves. But that same Bible tells us in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 1, Be therefore imitators of God. You choose whether you're going to be an imitator of God or walk around talking about if I say I have no sin, you choose. God give you a choice. As for me, as for us, we choose to be imitators of God. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? Gone are the days where, 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 where. Thank you. Who, who wants to walk so close to the edge of sin? Talking about grace. The devil is a liar. Thank God for grace. Are you with me? Grace should push you further. God's favor should let you fall in love with God and not push you away from God to commit sin and use grace as an excuse. It is too late for that. Too late. It's too late, too late, too late. Too late. Are you with me? Now we got to walk. Now we, gotta, now we have to be spiritually astute and biblically literate. These are the days for that. You've got to be sharp in your Christian life. You have to sense God. It's late, brothers and sisters. Jesus is about to return. Let's go to Joel chapter 2. Let me show this to you. I, I have so much, brothers and sisters, I came here and I have so much in my spirit. I hear so much in my heart from God. So much in my heart. But since we are going, we are embarking on a period of consecration. I want to show you, and we should all take a cue. God told me to take a cue from what happened in the book of Joel. Joel chapter, thank you for asking. I think I said chapter 2. Praise the Lord. Man, I, 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 have, I didn't even look at the, I didn't even develop the, Luke chapter 4 verse 14 and Jesus came back in the power but we'll talk about that another time. Joel chapter 2 let's look at verse 15. Joel chapter 2 verse 15 thank you. Now let me explain to you what's happening. Let me put this in context. Amen. The children of Israel they have gotten away from God. The presence of God is no longer felt and it's no longer manifested in their midst mm? because of their sin. Tells a sin has a cost. Are you with me? 
It has a cost. That is why, brothers and sisters, the fast has to cost us something. David said, I am not going to give the Lord. He told Ariok, I am not going to give the Lord anything that doesn't cost me something. It's got to cost me something. Because it cost Jesus something to die on the cross. And what God is asking, what God is asking us to do now is nothing compared to what Jesus went through. And so what's happening in Israel, they disobeyed God and the locusts God has kept away from them for years. Now the locust is coming. You see, it's an agricultural based economy. And when a locust settles in an agri-based agri economy, the very first thing, they devour everything. So Israel's economy was in danger. They are, they are about to be wiped out. Are you getting what I'm saying, brothers and sisters? And what happens when there is no food? When there is no, when there is scarcity? What happens after scarcity? Starvation. What happens after starvation? Death. That's always that. that that's the devil's game. That's his aim every time. In John chapter ten, verse ten, we are told he came to steal. He came to kill and to destroy. Now he doesn't go for the kill right away. He starts with something mild to hook you in. Are you with me? <laughs> Uh, and if you're not spiritually astute, if you don't sense God, if you don't hear the voice of God, ah, glory, he'll woo you in. And before you know it, you'll be on your back, ready for the slaughter, but the devil is a liar. So, so the locust is coming and they know that the kids are going to die. And <laughs> this is what the Lord said. Blow the trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> in Zion sanctify a fast call a solemn assembly that's the cure can you go back can you go back to first can you go back quickly thank you for moving forward but I just need to go back a bit blow the and that's what we're here doing to the brothers and sisters that's what we are doing here at Imitators of God Ministries we are blowing the trumpet we are alarming everybody We are sounding the alarm. Tell everybody, it's time to reconvene. It's time to get back to God. It is time to reconvene. It's time to get back to God. Stop wasting time. Get in the wood. You get what I'm saying? Get yourself some good fruit. Get some good mangoes and some good bananas. Amen. Get yourself eight glasses of water a day eight glasses and ensure you drink eight glasses of water are you with me for that fast get yourself whole and healthy fasting has so many side benefits i mean if i have to tell you 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 won't believe it so many side benefits the bible says your health is going to spring and that's not even what we're fasting for that, that that's going to happen but your health your health is going to what spring forth speedily If you do the fast exactly how we said to do it amen? amen oh father we thank you and it's not even difficult it's not stringent it's mild <laughs> compared to the fast i've been oh lord have mercy have you ever done a pentecost a pentecostal fast yeah. let me go back again a, a pentecostal holiness fast no food no water every dog fast every 
Babies fast. <laughs> I am growing up at the age of nine, um, nine, ten. I thought they had a plan to kill us. I thought it was a conspiracy. Every child in the church looked miserably. Look miserable. Can I get a piece of bread, please? <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what, the power of God was present. These ladies were sharp. These men, they heard God. They give you a solid word. Sound the alarm. Why? Sanctify a fast. That's what God is saying, the, the cure to your problem. We thank God for the CDC. Thank you, Lord. Can everybody say thank God for the CDC? And thank God for what Congress is trying. But the nation needs to sanctify a fast. If you're listening and you're state, you're a city, a lead on the city level, state level, national, uh, federal level, our prop, our cure is a fast need to be sanctified. A national 21 day praying and fasting. Not the one day praying and fasting. Everybody go to the capital. We sit there for one day while sucking a lollipop. Sucking a lollipop praying. Oh, so bo. Then we pull out a coke. <laughs> uh, anyhow, I'm sharing you with you, brothers and sisters. You see, as I said at the start, the cure for our nation has been is a model has been left for us in God's word. A model has been left for us in God's word. All we have to do is follow the model and we'll get the same results. I shared with the folks last night on Facebook. Quickly, I'm going to, I have to, oh my God. Shared with the folks a byproduct of the, we were fasting back then in the early 1990s. One of the byproducts of the fasting, we were fasting for something else. I think for a building or for God to, for divine breakthrough through a building. Well, we went on the fast, 21 days. One of the ladies had high blood pressure. She, her doctor told her, recommended that she got, she gets off the medication. So she got off all the medication. At the end of the 21 days, God healed. The doctor said to me, he took his pen. She said, she said, she said, elder, they call me elder back then. She said, elder, the doctor took out his pen and tell me, tell me what you did. So I could recommend it to my other patients. And she said, no, we just fasted. No switch like we're doing. No coffee. No switch, no coffee, no, no fast food, no rest, no fast food. Praise the Lord. And uh, no meats, beans and a little fish and, you know. And uh, God healed totally from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. I was testifying to everybody about a miracle. Well, the fast ended and... She went right back in the same way. That Sunday, the pastor wasn't there. I was preaching. She came down. I saw her in the line. And, and I, she came down and she said, I'm here for prayer. I said, pray for what? She said, a high blood pressure. I said, can you please take her to the side? I told the, 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 um, the altar worker to take her to the side so I can minister to her after. Because when she said high blood pressure, my hands begin to itch me right away. A, a spirit of slap. A spirit of slap came over me. <laughs> it, it wasn't itching because of the power of God. I got in the flesh. 
I, I, I was done praying, then I went to her. And I said, now tell me again what you want me to pray for. She said, the high blood pressure came back. I said, why? She said, maybe because I eat the same way. I said, not maybe. It's because you eat in the same way. I said to her, you don't need prayer. You need discipline and common sense. Go home. She got so irate. I said, I'm not praying for you. You know what to do. And you wouldn't do it. That's us. We know what to do, but we wouldn't do it. We know we need to slay the body. Ah. Anyhow. And I know I won't finish, but I'm finishing next week. Are you with me? I won't fi I'm, I'm finishing next week. This is what I want to bring to your attention. I'm going to bring this to a close. I want to share this with you, brothers and sisters. That I've never seen that. In, can you go to Matthew chapter... Matthew chapter 17 and let's look at verse 20 and 21 if you will and let me just bring you up to speed Matthew chapter 17 verse 20 and 21 and I want you to get that I want you to hear that very very clearly I have never seen that before God just revealed that to me that was after the Mount of Transfiguration Jesus went on the Mount with three with Peter, James, and John. He left nine of them at the bottom of the hill. The Pharisees began questioning them. A man brought his son who had a deaf and dumb spirit. Amen. They all came, laid hands. In the name of Jesus, nothing happened. In the name of Jesus, nothing happened. And so the Pharisees began to criticize them. You see, Jesus had, had already given them power, you know. Let me say that again. He had already given them power. Let me show you, brothers and sisters. I need you to understand what's going on here. Jesus has already given the disciples power. Oh, bear with me. I need you to see where he had given them the power, but it was not flowing. <laughs> can, you go, can, you go to, um, can you go to Luke chapter 9? Luke chapter 9 verse 1. Let me show you how Jesus gave them power. Luke chapter 9 verse 1. It says, then he called his 12 disciples and gave them what? power and authority over what all devils to cure what what happened he had given them power already i'm about to make a point here giving them power now is now the time came for them to release that power and something is short-circuiting that power the power has been short-circuited so what Jesus usually does, he usually have a conference with, with his disciples on the side to teach them. So when they were by themselves, they ask him, Master, can you go back to look, Matthew, thank you, Matthew chapter 17. They ask him, Master, why wasn't the power flowing? Hmm? And Jesus said unto them, why did he tell them the power was not flowing? He said, because of your unbelief. Now notice a colon, he's going to elaborate what he means. Are you with me, saints? Unbelief. For verily I say unto you, if you have faith as the grain of a mustard seed, the problem is not faith. Are you with me? The problem is not faith. Belief is faith with legs on it. Belief is faith with, with legs on it. When you believe, you automatically move in, that, in the direction of your belief. The reason why Christians are not laying hands and doing things is because they don't believe. Let me say that again. Let me put myself in it. Let me put myself in it. The reason why we Christians are not going to the hospital and laying hands is because we don't believe. Because when you believe, you move in that direction. If you believe in healing, wherever you have sickness, you will be there. Let me move along. Let me, I'll, leave that, I'll leave that for you to munch over. Amen. Glory be to God. So, so we are told, he said, if you have faith as the grain of a mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, say, remove hands and beyond the and it shall be what? Remove the nothing shall be what? 
Oh, here comes the kicker. Verse 21. Look at verse 21. How be it? This kind. Now hold on, hold on. What did we say he's talking? What did we say he's talking about in verse 20? Uh, 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 what? Unbelief. He's saying this kind of unbelief. He's not talking about a demon. Because all demons bow in the name of Jesus. Faith and prayer doesn't do it. You had the name of Jesus. Peter said, is that name and faith in that name? That's why this man who was born from birth, lame, was made whole. Was made whole, sorry, glory be to God. You got what I'm saying, saints? He's saying, however, this kind of unbelief doesn't go away, but how? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Now, in Mark, if, if you don't merge both accounts, you'll take it wrong. Because Mark chapter 9 and verse, I know the verse. Mark chapter 9, verse 23. Let's go to Mark chapter 9. Not Mark chapter 9, the same account, but notice Mark didn't give all the details. Look at the same account. Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe, what? There is, a, is it verse, is it verse, a, there is the same verse that says, however, this can come by, what verse it is, I know. It's Mark 9, you got it? No? Yeah, to what? Huh? Verse 29, verse 29, thank you. Mark 9, what, what it says? <coughs> And he said, what, Mark, he said, and he said unto them, this kind cometh not by nothing but by. But he didn't mention unbelief. So people are preaching, it's, a, it's because he's, there is a type of demon that can only come out. No, all a demon is in the name of Jesus. But if that name of Jesus is not backed up with prayer and fasting, a consecrated life, you'll just be babbling. May I submit to you, the power has been short-circuited because we are serving the God of our bodies. We are serving the five senses and we haven't slayed the five senses. Are you with me? I'm asking you brothers and sisters for the next 21 days, put down that chicken, that beef, that pork, thank you, that ham, put it down, it's hamming you in. Are you getting what I'm saying? Put down all that. that. <laughs> all processed food. Get rid of it. Clear your house so you can hear from God. Because of time. You know time. They ask you, that's the only time time works against me when I'm preaching. <laughs> that's the only time it works against me when I'm preaching. <laughs> I look this an hour. Now that ain't right. But... Next Sunday, I'm going to continue. But brothers and sisters, the requirements of the fast, praise the Lord, the requirements of the fast, let me just, you, you mind if I just run through it quickly? Praise the Lord. I think it's on Facebook. A lot of people have been calling and asking, and we are going to, we are going to do it as the Lord says to do it, and we are going to get it right. Amen. It's a national 21 days of praying and fasting. And I, I'm asking everybody who's listening, talk to your leaders. Tell the president of the United States, we have the cure. Tell governor, uh, what's his name, DeSantis, we have the cure. 
The cure is a national 21 days of praying and fasting. Let me say it again. Tell the president, if you're listening, tell President Trump. We have the Christians have the cure. Tell Governor DeSantis, Christians have the cure. Tell the governor, of the, uh, who's the, the mayor of the city. What's, what's the mayor name? What's his name? Anyhow. The mayor of Tallahassee, we have the cure. Tell the mayor of every city, the church always have the cure. We just forgot. And that's why we are here sounding the alarm. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hey, glory be to God. How many of you believe God? The fast is from July 27th. It starts tomorrow, July 27th to August 16th, 2020. July 27th to August 16th, 2020. You abstain from all processed foods. White bread, white rice, fast food. Now let me say, this is not a conclusive list. Amen. There are other things you can buy like grains. I don't have a lot of grains and stuff in there. But anything grainy, so to speak. Grits and cornmeal and amen. No fast food except for a tuna and veggie subs on whole grain. You see, it's not as difficult as you think. Abstain from all meats, sweets, soda pops, ice cream. Watching all movies. No movies. Absolutely no movies. Turn that TV off in the name of Jesus. Limit the amount of news you watch. Five to ten minutes. Why am I saying that? Use that time to read. No social media. Did I say no social media? Or should I say social God? No social media except for Sundays when we are watching services and Wednesday evenings. Is that all right? Since it's got to cost us something. It's got to, it's costing people, it's costing people their lives. Amen. So, uh, you, now these are the things you can eat and drink. Some of the things. Smoothies, juice in all types of fruits. Smoothies, juice in all types of fruits. All herbal teas, hot or cold. Sweetened with brown sugar, honey or agave. Drink only, this, these are the drinks we are drinking. Only cranberry juice. Only cranberry juice, apple juice, and tart cherry juice. Don't drink any other juices. It's very acidic. No orange juice. Amen. And don't call me and ask me, Pastor, there is a juice that has a grain in it. I don't think so. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> this is the other thing I want you to do. Drink eight glasses of water a day. Can you do that for yourself? Can you count it? Preferably high pH water, mix it. Eight glasses. Drink eight glasses of water a day. The clarity you're going to feel. The clarity. It's amazing. All fruits and vegetables, also root vegetables like sweet potatoes and Idaho potatoes, right? Almond milk, goat milk, and even organic milk. But that that milk at Walmart with the red top. What's it? What's it called? I don't know what's its name. Whole milk, no whole milk. Amen. You can eat a little fish for protein and eggs. Amen. And seafood, not fried. Praise God. Whole grains and cereals, grits, all sorts of veggie, vegetables, peas, soups, all salads. Amen. And when, if you're going to eat, do small portions. What do you do? 
Small portions. Don't eat a bucket. Well, I'm making up for no meat. I'm making up for no beef. No. <laughs> we have three Wednesdays in between. The 29th of July, this coming Wednesday, August 5th and August 12th. We are only doing smoothies, juicing, and the recommended fruit juices, cranberry, tart, and, you know, any type of drink, smoothies. If, you, if, if, if you're wondering what type of smoothie to make or buy, I will tell you I am not. Nobody paid me. I'm not doing any advertising. I, any advertisement. But there is a, a, a peanut paradise smoothie. Let me tell you, a peanut paradise smoothie. Lord have mercy. Tropical smoothie. And... Um, you can uh that's a meal that's a meal somebody said the last time pastor protein bars protein bars they work out and so you know i saw a protein bar the, the size of a two by four that no no <laughs> no no that, <laughs> that's a meal that's too much but if you do have a man a protein bar praise the lord because you have no protein, no meat, so I understand. Some people get their protein, some people don't like veggies, and so some people eat proteins. Uh, they get their protein from the protein bars. I understand that. But that protein bar is, is uh, you need to cut that in half. Amen? August 2nd, August 9th, August 16th. These are three Sundays in between. Only smoothies. Juicing, recommended fruit juices, and water. Water galore. Water, water, water. You get a headache, drink water. Talk to your body, sins. Talk to your body. I talk to my body every day. Pain. What are you doing here? You don't belong here. What's going on? In the name of Jesus. As I said, this is not an exhaustive list, but this is what I want to, this is what I want to tell you. This is what we are fasting for. We are fasting for a divine intervention to stop the death caused by the coronavirus in the United States and the world in general. And we are, we are fasting for, for God to also, for divine intervention, short, to stop the spread of the virus. So we are fasting for the spread to stop and for the death to stop. Now, this is what I want to tell you and I'm going to bring it to, to a close. I have, I have a New Testament skeletal reading to give you. Amen. We'll put it on Facebook so you can go there. Okay. If you have an email, go to a Facebook. My wife will help you get the information. But this is what I want to tell you. Why are we fasting? We are not fasting to move the hand of God. Let me make that abundantly clear. God moved 2,000 years ago. Are you with me? Let me say that again. We are not fasting to move the hand of God. God moved 2,000 years ago. We are fasting to slay the body so the power that's in us can come out. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? That's why we are fasting because, because there, it's been short-circuited by the five senses. Are you with me? So when you slay the body, the power from within. Can you imagine if all of us in here come together, slay the body and the power comes out? Tell her it'll be too small for us. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that's why we need the fast. Are you with me? To mortify the deeds of the body. 
Become numb to the five senses so your sense of faith can catapult to another level. You can hear God. Direction in life will become clear. You wouldn't be asking, is, is this God? Is this not God? I'm not sure. You will be sure. Let me, you will be sure. When the power from within you begin to flow. Since, uh, are you getting what I'm saying, saints? God moved already. God is waiting on us to move. We are moving with that fact. Oh, yes, we are. Amen. Hallelujah. Those of you who are looking, thank you for looking. We hope that you'll join us for this fast. Let's come together as a family. Call your local leaders. Tell them we've got the cure. Let us sanctify a fast and do a solemn assembly. Amen. So the power of God can invade this nation and bring restoration. How many of you are ready for restoration? You just, I'm just, just ready for restoration. Ready to take back our country from this grip from hell. The devil is a liar. Father, we thank you for you. If you're listening to then you're not saved. This is, very, this is a very precious moment. If you're listening and you are not saved, now is a good time to get saved. Accept Christ as your Lord and Savior and experience the power of God. If you are not saved, pray with me. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus to be the propitiation. Yeah, that's a big word. I know it's in the Bible. Propitiation for my sins. The appeasement for my sins. I thank you for Jesus. He took my sins. Now I'm free. Thank you for accepting me in the body of Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please take time to meditate on the Word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the Word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496.